0: You may have heard of um, the expression CLM, career-limiting move, yes. but I, I would say I have turned it around a little bit, so I see this as an LCM. A, an LCM is more of a life-changing mode.
1: On this episode of Get to Know an Average Joe, we're going to meet and talk with Sebastian Lind. Welcome, Sebastian.
0: Thank you, Dody.
1: Ten minutes ago, you were an employee of Ericsson, big global company. Now you are no longer an employee of Ericsson. How does that feel?
0: You may have heard of um, the expression "CLM," career limiting move. Yes. You know, people uh, use that in many industries. That uh, maybe you do, you, you you make a mistake or something, and then you more in a. Joking way, but still you say that this is typically a CLM right. ev- event, but I, I would say I have turned it around a little bit. So I see this as an LCM,
1: not a limited career move.
0: No, an, an LCM is more of a life changing oh, mode. Okay. And that, that's, I've been thinking about that for some time now that in life, you, um,
1: so you've coined a new TLA. A new three-letter acronym, you have coined that for your departure, for your new life.
0: Right, the LCM. But the LCMs can be many different things. Uh, and I think we are very used to different stages in life. I mean, you, you grow up, you, you go to school, and school are different stages, and then you can continue studying and so on. Um, you get to work, and uh, you may meet someone, you get married, you get, uh, you, you get your own family. So every time you do that, it's an LCM since I've been thinking about this, and before you make this uh, decision, I mean, uh, I got an offer, all right? It was very well de- uh, described, uh, I mean, what I had to decide, and when, and, s- and how, and so on. But in this case, uh, it's also very much about, all right, I have an option, or I have many options, but I have to take a decision. And in this case, there was a fixed date when I had to make my decision, so when I finally made my decision, I was um, comparing uh, pros and cons for maybe a week, a week and a half. And at one point, or finally, the the pros uh, to actually uh, make the decision to uh, take on new opportunities was were stronger than the other option. And then I made a decision. And that felt v- very good. After I had made the decision, I started to Think about, okay, this uh, life-changing mode when you get into a new state. And that is exac- exactly exactly where I am right now, mm-hmm. but very early in in, in that phase. Mm-hmm. And I think many others that make a decision like that will also get so many new questions since you have the possibility to choose, right?
1: I love to talk to people on this podcast about decisions, about big decisions. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the guests have been expats. So a big decision is when you're gonna leave your country. Do you feel like you're setting out on an expat adventure in a way? Leaving your country? Yeah,
0: I can imagine the the feeling is very similar to that. Mm -hmm. Uh, But on the other hand, uh, I mean, so far I'm still living here in Stockholm, Sweden. I haven't made any decisions or so to leave the country, but I can definitely agree that uh, it, it is similar mm-hmm. to that point.
1: Many years at the same company.
0: L- yeah, and in my case, it's 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's, not, that's kind of almost half of my life, meaning that you have gained so many new friends and contacts and colleagues. And maybe the, the most challenging part, it may sound a uh, l- little bit strange, but that was to write this email. And I think this is very common when you leave uh, a company or an employment. You're maybe not supposed, but you you want to kind of finish it up with an email. All right. And uh, during my years, I've seen so many different uh, variants on emails. Exactly. Uh,
1: The time to say goodbye, the farewell.
0: I wanted to avoid the word journey. That is very commonly used. That uh,
1: journey is a cliche.
0: Yes. So journey is a good cliche. Um, What more? Um, Then
1: this is not goodbye.
0: Yes, exactly. And uh, we will meet again soon, uh, which uh, in in, in this company, which is, I mean, it's a global company. I have gained so many new friends and and contacts all over the world. So the the, the probability that I I will actually bump into them again, some of them is high.
1: No, 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 the other way around. Yes. Ah,
0: Since uh, I mean, in Sweden, Stockholm, I will, you will meet each other here and there and so on. But uh, when it comes to um, f- faraway places uh, out in the world uh, with people that um, do not travel that much.
1: Right. So keep in touch. Keep in touch is another cliche. Yes. And you don't think you will.
0: Uh, uh, right. But, but no, nobody does. Or let's put it like this: very few of us uh, will keep in touch. Uh, if if it's a friend of yours, you have uh, you have uh, developed a friendship, and uh, you, maybe you meet once a year, then it's not a problem. But uh, of course, there are people in in, in this uh, uh, farewell letter that uh, you will never ever hear from again.
1: So, what did your farewell letter say? Do you want to share that? I, I need to read it for you. Yeah.
0: Since um, I got so many uh, good responses. Huh? And um, that was maybe one thing that uh, stressed me a little bit, that I actually wanted to read some of the responses. But I have, um, for others out there in a similar situation, I have a few good uh, recommendations.
1: Recommendations for how to write your goodbye letter?
0: (laughs) Yeah, how to write it, but also um, uh, a few tricks. Okay. So, All right, well, so this see. is okay.
1: Sebastian's advice on how to leave a company where you've been working for 20 years.
0: Exactly. Okay. So what I wrote, and this is maybe maybe not the world's, world's shortest email, uh, but it's a very short email that took a very long time to uh, write.
1: It's usually like that with things of quality, yeah. by the way.
0: So this is what I wrote. I wrote, hi, now time has come to explore new opportunities. And th- this is one of the cliches. I wrote opportunities, but I avoided journey. (laughs) Then I decided or I discovered when I was writing it that um, I will turn it around. I will uh, not talk about myself that much. Uh, I will talk about all the ones that I send email to. So my next line is, thank you for all your great personalities. My work has given me the possibility to get to know people from all over the world. Something that I highly value. I hope that we will meet again sometime. Have a wonderful Christmas, given the time of the year and then my name.
1: And tell me about some of the responses that you got.
0: Oh, so many great. Uh, I have lots of colleagues in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I got immediate response from Italy. Both from men and women and they, it's uh, Italian people have lots, they express feelings. So uh, it it took just maybe a few seconds, and uh, we used Skype as, at work, so uh, it started to flash. The icon was flashing, and uh, I talked to some of them over Skype, so um, yeah, that was really nice.
1: If the Italians are emotional, how do you respond to that as a Swede? Do you get emotional back?
0: Yeah, what I think, uh, I think, yes, I think I'm very, I'm people orientated. I uh, socialize a lot, uh, sometimes uh, too much, to be honest. I spend time on that uh, since uh, getting to know people makes uh, makes it easier to work together in good and bad times. So um, I definitely uh, got touched, yes. Uh, But I I also believe that maybe that's why I, I am appreciated in some communities where people are more, of the same sort. That's at least how I want want it to be. But saying goodbye is not easy. So uh, I, I've thought about it pretty much. How how can you do it in a positive way and uh, avoid to to uh, make it too uh, touchy, sappy? Yes. Mm. Super emotional. Super emotional. Right. And by the way, I won't make I won't see any difference until maybe a month from now. Right. That's when it becomes real. Yes. Because, I mean, you and I are sitting here in, in uh, one of the offices. Right. So I'm still here right. physically.
1: Right. But you can't get out of the door <laughs> without help. You have no, no badge, exactly. right?
0: <laughs> I've left my identity <laughs> yes. or at least a part right. of it. Right.
1: But it's funny now that you said you've left your identity because what you've left is your identity card. But it has been 20 years here. Mm-hmm. It is... It is just a job, but it's very easy to connect that to your whole self. So how are you going to become more Sebastian and less Erikson in the next days and long term?
0: In, in the modern society, you become very much your profession. That becomes a uh, part of you. It isn't uncommon that you go to a dinner, uh, you meet with new friends, Uh, people that you may never have met before and very soon humans starts to investigate so what are you working with you want you want to ask it
1: yes you want to ask and keep getting answers and i'm pleased to tell you sebastian does have a new job now he's going to tell us more about that when he comes back for a future episode of get to know an average joe Next time, hear about Bordi's Transylvanian roots, her expat life, and her unconventional route to
0: motherhood. It's a shocking experience. You just put into Google and then you get 100,000 hits like the bank itself. It's uh, scary and it's goosebumps, but actually I appreciate that this option exists nowadays otherwise I wouldn't have this fantastic little boy that I have now
1: that's Bori and I'm Dodie Axe thank you for listening and subscribing to this podcast send me a tweet at Dodie Axe if you know a joe who's willing to share their unaverage average story and now if you'll excuse me